So today we've got Chef Ginger Pierce, the culinary director at the One Hotel West Hollywood. Really fascinating story from coming from New York here now in West Hollywood and re- really leading the sustainability initiative with the whole uh, One Hotel brand. Yeah, you know, I have been hearing Chef Ginger's name for a while yeah. here in West Hollywood, so it was really great to meet her in person and mm-hmm. talk to her about what her approach is and what she's doing for the One Hotel in West Hollywood, which is really spectacular. Yeah, I mean, and it's her passion for sustainability, really incorporating natural ingredients. It, it, it was, you could just feel it. It's so strong. and Very it's passionate. Totally. So. Yeah. Why don't we go ahead and hear more from Chef Ginger? Welcome. Thank you. Chef Ginger. Uh, so this is this is exciting. Uh, Chef Ginger is actually the culinary director of the One Hotel West Hollywood and of the whole West Coast sort of branch of the One Hotel group. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. That's great. Well, this is... This will be an interesting conversation. I'm certainly a fan of the hotel, the brand as well, too, which we'll definitely do a deep dive into. Um, yeah. The One Hotel is such a, in its short life in West Hollywood, because mm-hmm. I think it started here just, what, three, four years ago? Yeah. Or so like 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2019. It was and like then, of just, course, yeah, right, and then of right course, into COVID. That and, little yeah. thing called the pandemic that we got into. But little it is thing. such, it already, and that short life in West Hollywood is such a storied place here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Visit West Hollywood, we travel the world and talk to people about why they should come and base their stay in West Hollywood. And everyone always wants to know about the one hotel. And I saw that just recently, a far magazine named it one of the top, I think, 10 hotels to stay in in Los Angeles. Yeah, w- over the years, we've gotten a lot of on a lot of those lists, and it's always exciting. Um, and this year too, we're on the top ten of s- most sustainable hotels. That's amazing. In like globally, so. yeah. Ooh, congrats! Thank you. Yeah, I I love the vibe of the one hotel in West Hollywood mm-hmm. because it is based on such a sustainable kind of brand promise, and it feels almost antithesis in in West Hollywood, which is so glitzy and. You know, we're, we're all about rock and roll and dressing <laughs> up and paparazzi and stuff that it um, it feels real different, but it's also really luxurious, which is cool. Totally. I mean, what is you know, what could be more luxurious than nature? Right. And having yeah. um, in an urban environment, having all these beautiful plants and, and feeling so, um, you know, at home in nature. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, I, and I think it's interesting. You do bring up that good point as far as the whole feel of West Hollywood and how, how it is. But I, I also feel like that whole world, you know, the glitz and glamour, there is absolutely this awareness and this acknowledgement of, oh, we need to make more sustainable choices and to have that as an option. And that's always, you know, as a, as a former hotelier, that is for me really fascinating because we are seeing more travel consumers go that direction. They want these options. And um, what the One Hotel does so beautifully is they make it, as you mentioned, luxurious, comfortable, so they can sort of feel good about their choices that they're making. Totally. And not compromise the luxury. Yeah. I mean, after all, we're still offering a luxury product Mm -hmm. and we, um, you know, the focus is just about letting nature be a part of that. Yeah. Before we kind of like continue to, to talk about the one hotel. I want to share a little bit. would love to hear a bit more about your journey. Um, I know that you got started in New York, um, but then how did it lead you to sort of to this current role? So I was actually born in Alaska. 
Amazing. So um, talk about a beautiful, <laughs> you know, bit of nature. Mm. Um, my parents moved to the Bay Area when I was four years old. Mm -hmm. And I kind of grew up going to a lot of farms, eating a lot of fresh local produce. My mom was always growing stuff in the backyard. Um, it eventually kind of pushed me to cooking and mm -hmm. I was uh, a vegan and my parents had no idea what to serve me. <laughs> so I had to cook for myself. And that's really what drove me into the profession. Wow, how um, old were you when you became vegan? I was 15. Uh -huh. I became vegetarian when I was 14. And like, for me, a lot of it was about the environment, mm -hmm. you know, and about making the impact that commercial farming or that, you know, um, large scale meat production had on the world. Yeah. Um, so that's always been a big focus for me, but I ended up going to the California Culinary Academy in San Francisco mm -hmm. and, um, really kind of edging into farm to table cuisine in like the year 2001. Mm -hmm. So it was like pretty early for me. That um, is so aware for that young. Oh, like I at mean, 14, yeah. 15, I was always a nerd, you know, wow. um, my parents too, like coming from Alaska, there was just always this reverence for like the world mm -hmm. and nature. And it was a big part of our lives. A lot of camping, a lot of trips to like Point Reyes yeah. or, you know, different beautiful places in, in California and Alaska. Um, but it, it made me always want to preserve it and, and mm -hmm. have that kind of be a part of, of who I am and what I want to do in the world. So, um, you know, eventually I decided I needed to kind of make my, my impact, right. Get my chops yeah. in cooking. So I was like, I got to move to New York city. Cause that's where you go. That's right. You go. That's like where you go to make it. <laughs> So um, I, I moved across the country. I didn't know anybody in New York City. Mm -hmm. I had like, this was, you know, pre-internet, all the searches. I had the Zagat's, oh had the Zagat's Guide to New York. Um, <laughs> Printed. Yeah, right? yeah, I, yeah. I moved yeah. into a uh, a hostel on Amsterdam oh, and wow, 100. Really, like, I really was just like, I'm going to do this. Um, and I got a job at this restaurant called Barbudo, mm -hmm. which is in like meatpacking. And there's this amazing chef, Jonathan Waxman, who is kind of considered to be the guy that brought California cuisine to New York. Mm -hmm. So it was like very, you know, farmer's market driven. And this was around 2004. So I, um, I started at this restaurant and he kind of took me under his wing a little bit. And this is rustic Italian food. So just really beautiful, like charcoal grill, mm. everything yeah. in, in meatpacking district in uh, New York. But I worked for him off and on many years. Mm -hmm. I worked also for Mark Meyer and Vicki Freeman in New York who have a bunch of restaurants there. And I, uh, he ended up, he's gonna open a restaurant called Jams in the One Hotel Central Park, which this was supposed to be the first hotel that was gonna open in the brand. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, do you wanna come be the executive chef for the hotel? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> because I was a restaurant chef, right? Yeah. And I was like, to me, hotels were all about, you know, opening eggs from hard-boiled uh, hard-boiled eggs from a bucket, <laughs> or you like also serving. Felt like it would be more constrained, right? Yeah, serving frozen canapes, right? <laughs> to me, that's what I thought no. of because, no. you know, I was like this farm-to-table chef, right? That did everything from local farms and from the farmers market, and he was like, no this brand is going to be something different, right? It's going to be focused on, 
you know, bringing farm to table cuisine to a larger scale. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was like, wow, I could really make a bigger impact because we were already doing, you know, um, like compost and recycling and things like that on a large scale. So it was like, I could do this more than just a 200 seat restaurant. I could do this in a 280 room hotel. Yeah. And really then maybe I could be a part of this brand and take it national. So for me, like hotels, restaurants, we create a lot of waste. Yeah. Yes. This is an opportunity mm. to really change the industry. So that's, I ended up there in 2015. Mm -hmm. I opened one hotel central park as the executive chef. And, um, I, you know, I worked in New York 17 years. All my family is in California and Alaska. So I was like, eventually I think I want to go back to the West coast. And when, um, pandemic hit, I have mm -hmm. two kids. New York felt very small and tight. Our apartment felt yeah. very tight. So I decided it was a good time to make the move. And there was an opportunity here at the West Hollywood property. Mm -hmm. And I've been here since August of uh, 2021. Yeah, so it talk has, to us about this garden because this is really neat. So in New York, I couldn't have this. Oh. Um, they have a few rooftop um, herbs there, but you know, you just can't get the real estate that you can get yes. here. Um, but it's it's a huge little plot on our loading dock. And right now I have corn, I have tomatoes, I have sunflowers, I have herbs, and then I also have a beehive. And so Amazing. that ecosystem kind of, they support each other. The bees are the pollinators and the garden gives, you know, nectar to the yes. bees. And, um, mm. and we are able to harvest the honey. So I actually just like two weeks ago, harvested 50 pounds of honey That's amazing. from our hive. Wow. Um, and, and are you out there doing that yourself? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, we, oh, yeah. we, <laughs> not shy. <laughs> and, and I'm allergic to bees. Oh my so gosh. it makes it more exciting. It it's a the, thrilling yes. process. Oh exciting is um, one way to put it. But no, the bees are super mellow. So I, so I want to definitely talk about the menus, but, um, obviously the huge focus of the brand, even what you do, what you've, what you've been all about is all about sustainably sourced. Um, and, so for those that might, I mean, we have a concept of that, but how, how do you guys define that? Like what defines something? What that does says, it all mean? I know. Yeah. What does it all mean? Like, is it like, does it have to be within 30 miles? Like, I know that sounds silly and probably a little bit too, too specific, but. Um, I don't yeah. think it's silly, right? Because we have to consider the carbon impact of yeah. how far things travel, totally. right? There's, you know, when things are, are flown in from South America, there's a tremendously, bigger carbon impact than mm -hmm. if they came from 50 miles away, totally. right? So that is, we try to cook seasonally very easy in California, yes. much easier than much New York. Much easier, I'm sure. Um, and funny enough though, in New York, most of the farms were about a hundred miles from New York City, because that's just the Fertile Crescent there, how it is. Here, most of the farms are more like 200 miles because mm -hmm. you just have a lot more urban sprawl and they're mm -hmm. more collected in Central Coast mm -hmm. or in, towards San Diego. Um, but we factor it into every layer, you know, even beyond just saying, oh, this is the best local produce that there is. Like, where is the seafood coming from? Yeah. Where is the meat coming from? Um, you know, we buy organic, we like look for heritage breeds. Um, even what packaging do they use? Yeah, you know, are they, huge. are they over packaging the things that they are sending mm -hmm. us? Like, can we buy the flour in bulk instead of buying small bags? All of those things factor into our decisions because we also track all of our waste at the hotel. 
So we have a system where when you bring out, you know, a bin of compost yeah. or a bag of recycle, you weigh it. Okay. Because we're actually trying to be, in a sense, zero waste, where we're diverting at least 90% of our waste away from the landfill. Wow. So that's like a brand-wide initiative. Um, and we're doing pretty well over there. Wow. That's so... so it, it's it's amazing because it really is. It, there's so many details to that. Yeah. And it, it to me, I, just, I mean, it's fascinating. And it, I'm so, it's so important that we've got brands, communities, like people pushing forward this initiative because I mean, it, it's, 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 it's huge. Yeah. And like, I think a lot of times people don't realize mm -hmm. how, you know, you think, oh, it's so convenient for me to grab this disposable cup, right? Because it's just easier. Because when yeah. I'm done with it, I'm just going to throw it away. But that, there's nothing convenient about something rotting in a landfill for thousands of years, right? Yeah. So like, I know I'm being a little exaggerative, but no, it, it adds true. up too. Like if, if each one of us grab a cup, that's six cups, that's 10 cups, mm -hmm. right? No, it adds so up. So it, it's cool to be a part of like minimizing that and kind of bringing a little bit of light to it. Well, I think that. What's what you have done so great and with the brand is that I want this to sound right. It doesn't feel like that because when you're going to a hotel and having a luxurious experience, you don't want to sacrifice either. You of don't want to feel like yeah. you're um, having to settle for, okay, I'll settle for that at the one hotel and with everything that you're doing, it still feels just amazing and it feels luxurious. And the mm -hmm. fact that you're actually getting to that 90% number that you talked about is really cool. It's, it's inherent to our culture and it really, I think the perception of value is so much greater because when you hold a glass rather than a disposable cup or you yeah. hold, you know, there's, um, there's just a better sense of value for what you're doing or what you're feeling. And really it's about experiencing something special, something yeah. luxurious. Yeah. What are the restaurants at the West Hollywood the one hotel, West I was Hollywood. Just about to ask that um, that you oversee. Okay, so we have one kitchen, which is kind of our breakfast and lunch restaurant. There's a lot of you know um, options there. With we have smoothies, we have juices, we have hand uh, handmade pastries, lots of really awesome salads and celebration of like you know we get local eggs from um, Chino Farms and lots of amazing things. So that one is open in the mornings and for lunch. And then we have our Juniper Lounge and Garden, which is um, serving dinner and snacks in the mm -hmm. evening. And that is kind of like a Mediterranean celebration of California. Mm -hmm. And so you, there's a lot of like fun, different snacks, but you can also get a really good burger from mm -hmm. grass-fed beef. Um, and then we have Harriet's Rooftop, which is just has like the best view of any of the places I think around here. 100%. You can see it's, best view oh, in Los Angeles. It's yes. so good. Yes. And so that kind of is like a more fun vibe. Usually there's DJs again, like snacks. Mm -hmm. Um, and that runs into the, the late night. And then we also have a pool and we serve food on our pool deck. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that has a good view as well. And then we have our, obviously our in-room dining mm -hmm. experience too. Like, has there been, um, you know, a favorite dish of yours that you've created over the years? I know that's a big, bold question, but I mean, again, you're every season, you're sort of re-inspired. 
I do have a couple of signature things that even I brought from New York and one is called a superfood salad. I do. I like, I eat pretty healthy, Mm -hmm. but I also like a burger, you know, I, I'm not vegan anymore, Um, but it's gotta be, when you said a burger, it's gotta be, it's gotta be grass fed cheese. When you said cheese, I have to know where the beef comes from. You know, for me, there's certain things where I'm like, I care about what I'm consuming and what the impact is, but I still indulge. I'm, you know, maybe not every day. Right. But uh, I have the superfood salad mm-hmm. and it has this like really kind of fun, spicy dressing. Mm-hmm. And then it's a mix of different vegetables with kale, which yeah. kale, you know, you really got to get something strong on it to yes. give it the flavor. But it also has crispy shallots and this like sesame um, ginger mix on there. So it's crunchy and it's and you can just throw se- different seasonal vegetables in there. And then that also translates into a wrap which we do kind of that salad mixture with smoked tofu and avocado. Oh, wow. And, you know, that's all together. There's also a vegan coconut oatmeal cookie that we have there. That's amazing. I know where we're um, going for lunch today. <laughs> but our chocolate chip cookie is really good too. And uh, we do have a, a vegan chickpea burger as well that comes with lemon, so spicy lemon tahini. And that's really different. Like a lot of the you know, impossible meats or things. Mm-hmm. God bless them. I know a lot of people like them, mm-hmm. but I also just like, like a bean burger or yeah. like, this is more like a falafel Yeah, and um, it's crispy and it's delicious. So that's, I, I like to get carnivores that, you know, are maybe on the edge and I can bring them over <laughs> even just for a meal. Yeah. Oh, of course. So what, so as a chef, do you find that West Hollywood tends to like attract and also support these, biz, you know, more businesses that are doing, being more sustainably minded. Um, and do you feel like even the people coming here are, are opting for that? A hundred percent. I yeah. think there's a lot of people who that is a big focus for them. Mm-hmm. But there's also people where they just want this beautiful hotel, which is yeah. so wonderful to stay in and is such great hospitality and a good experience. And to me, what is so cool is... Either way, they're still contributing to sustainability, whether they know it or not. And and we make it feel easy. It's like you said, like it's not, it's something that is um, part of our culture and inherent to the way we operate. And we found a way to make it convenient in a sense. And that's in, in my kitchen, my compost bins are very unique because I put a green bin on top of the trash can. Because I always said, if it's not convenient, people won't do it. So, so you have to find a way to make it inherent. So I think that's what's cool about One Hotels is they've really found a way to think about how can we structure things differently to make it, you know, satisfy both luxury and sustainability. Yeah. we. I mean, and again, it's that ease and it's just so long as you make it easy. Yeah. And, you know, we are excited to have you. Come see us. It will yeah. be a good time. Yeah. It's an amazing property and thank you for everything that you're doing yeah. there oh thank you to really for me. um promote the brand and to mm-hmm. do better for the world i think it's really uh you know it's a lofty and noble cause but it's also just luxurious and a lot of fun yeah so. it's worth it yeah and yeah. you know i love being in west hollywood so the what you can't beat the weather you can't yeah. and it's so centrally located for like, sure you've got everything here yeah at your fingertips well thank you chef yeah. ginger thank, thank you so you much, so much. 
So today's guest, we have Tara Panzoni, who is the chef and owner of Pure Vita Restaurant, which is right here in West Hollywood. It is the very first plant-based Italian restaurant and wine bar, which is pretty neat. Yeah, I love hearing Tara's story mm -hmm. about transplanting here from New York City mm -hmm. and opening this first vegan restaurant and really building community around what happens in West Hollywood. Yeah, it's got this really cool New York vibe to it. And we got to go there and try a bit of the food and it is delicious. Yep. So uh, definitely want to tune into this episode and hear more of Tara's story. Tara, it's great to have you here. <laughs> I'm honored to be here. Thank you, Thank um, you for coming. Yeah, so <laughs> Chef Tara Panzone, did I say it right? Mm -hmm. I love that. So owner and chef at Pura Vida. Yes. Which is really great. I, I'm excited to just hear a little bit more of obviously your story, but then everything that you have going on at your restaurant. I know that it's sort of expanded as well. Um, but I uh, would love, I guess, to, why don't we just get started with your with your background? Just share a little bit about like where you grew up. Also, what led you into having a sort of plant based lifestyle? Because that's certainly a part of your restaurant. Well, let's just preface it with I grew up in a very stereotypical Italian American, you know, New York family. Yeah. And so there was a lot of meat and there was a lot of yeah. food all the time. It was always about food. Yeah. Everybody in my family worked in the food industry. They were all cooks. Mm -hmm. Nobody would use the word chef back then. But um I was always surrounded by food. Mm -hmm. And I was always uncomfortable with certain things, but I had no idea really why. But mm -hmm. like chicken on a bone or I don't know, just certain things, pork yeah. chops or right. things like really upset me as a very, very young girl. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I didn't eat that kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. I did eat, you know, my mom's meatballs and things that were yeah. like unrecognizably mm. an animal. <laughs> yeah. And then in the fifth grade, uh, I had a teacher who showed the class a video of a slaughterhouse. And so as soon as I understood what I always kind of, I think, felt somewhere deep down inside, but mm -hmm. had no way of understanding or making the connection, mm -hmm. I realized I just didn't want to be a part of you that in any possible way because yeah. I love animals so much. Yeah, of course. It's always interesting to hear, you know, where, you know, like everyone's story sort of like comes from and then what sort of like led them to where they are today. So what then, how'd you end up here and then opening up your restaurant? Um, so I, I met... A man. <laughs> um, oh, I know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen this movie before. I, I, yes. uh, when, when we met in New York, uh, he was moving here. Mm -hmm. He's in the film industry. And um, I was like, why are we even going to date? I would never live in L.A. I hate L.A. <laughs> Oops. And um, <laughs> so he stayed in New York a year longer than he intended to. But yeah. he was like, I, in fact, I have to move yeah. because like, I can't work here. I need yeah. to go there. And so he moved here and we were doing long distance, but I couldn't deal with that. So I was like, let me just try it. I never lived, the only place outside of New York I ever lived was in Rome, mm -hmm. which was my favorite place I've ever lived. But I just sort of came here thinking, let me just give myself six months. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm going to hate it and go right back. Brooklyn's not going anywhere. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But I never went back. Uh, <laughs> no, I get it. You know. I, have, I feel like Los Angeles, West Hollywood has that effect on people. So I had to kind of go around and see all the neighborhoods and understand what, what I really wanted. And then yeah. I found West Hollywood to be, to me, the most similar type of community as the one I felt in New York. Completely. Where like people like look out for each other mm -hmm. and like 
talk to each other and, and people can walk around you can walk around yeah there's yeah, a nice so, nightlife scene really great restaurants yeah like, and it, it's, it's like eclectic and diverse yeah. and there's like yeah less judgy because you know la could be a little judgy <laughs> but west hollywood yeah. seemed to be separate from all that west so, hollywood really is separate from that yeah for sure uh, and it's very much of a, a very welcoming sort of community. So let's talk about your restaurant. Okay. Um, so you, you okay. end up moving here. You're like, okay, <laughs> well, no, but you move here. So then, well, actually, yeah. How, how did you, then how'd you start your restaurant here then? Uh, well, so the first, um, five and a half years that I lived here, I worked at a, a different restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, I was the culinary director. So there was, uh, three locations. I opened a fourth. I really learned a lot about business yeah. and felt like I was, um, able to understand like finally how to do my own mm -hmm. thing without making a lot of mistakes, I mean, mistakes that a lot of people make. along the way, but well, hopefully less. <laughs> of course. And, um, <clears throat> and then that, that restaurant that I was working for was sold to new ownership. Mm -hmm. And I decided that the change wasn't for me. It was time, was time for me to for move you? on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. Also inspired by my 40th birthday, I took my family to, Italy to, to see family and to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. And in the time that I had not been to, cause I usually go every year, mm -hmm. I had skipped a few years cause it's so much further from, from here. It is. <laughs> and by the time, like in the, in the time that I had missed in Rome, all these vegan restaurants opened up that weren't there the last time I, I had been there. And I was like, Oh my God, if I don't do this now, yeah. then somebody else is going to do it. And I really wanted to be the first yes. hundred percent vegan Italian restaurant. So I really, it really put a fire under my butt and I came home and just started looking for locations and, you know, got like super lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, and we're, we'll definitely want to talk about the location. And that was 2018? Is yeah. That, right? <clears throat> yeah. That's amazing. So, so yeah, so, I mean, you are the first 100% plant-based Italian restaurant and wine bar mm -hmm. in the U.S. Yes. That is awesome. It's Congrats so cool. on that. That's so <laughs> cool. You. And then, I mean, that... And you happen to be here in West Hollywood, which is which is even even more amazing. So, I, I mean, what, how did the location, the menu, all of this, even the design of it, because it it definitely has a little bit of a different feel as far as the interior. Like, I mean, it was you chose that. How did that all come together? Um, well, the location was just I lived in West Hollywood, and I wanted to be in West Hollywood. Have yeah. my restaurant in West Hollywood. I yeah. mean, it was just that simple. The design of the place, so. Growing up in New York, mm -hmm. you know, there's a big difference between, I'm not Italian from Italy. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't come, I lived in Italy for a little, little while. I was lucky enough to, to have that opportunity, but I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. And I wanted the inside of the restaurant to reflect that. Yeah. I wanted it to feel like Brooklyn. I wanted mm -hmm. to feel that nostalgic feeling that I have if I go back to an old restaurant that I went to when I was a kid, mm -hmm. which is like brick. First of all, they're all long and skinny. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, you know, dark ceilings and, and brick mm -hmm. and just the smell of the, of the espresso. As soon as you walk in the door, like you have to put the espresso machine right by the front door yeah, so do. you can get that. I don't know. It's just like all those little details that make me really, really nostalgic for places that I went, you know, frequented growing up. Yeah. Um, and we did it all ourselves. So that's so cool. We did everything hard work, but it's it's amazing when you get to put it together. It's yourself. so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the and menu. So, so then, it. like, were you kind of inspired by? I mean, obviously, um, your own 
Yeah, what what inspired the menu? I'm sure it was a mix of like family recipes, but then was it even that last trip that you had to Rome? That when you went to Rome and experienced these other, I mean, I already dishes? had like a scroll of you're a like, menu you're ready. Like, I knew but... what I was doing. <laughs> I already, you knew it before. You Editing were, was yeah. the hardest part because yeah. I had so many ideas. But um, no, I mean, most of it is just food that I grew up eating. Yeah, that I had worked very hard to, you know change the the recipes slightly so that yeah. they don't have any meat or cheese in them mm -hmm. or that they have cheese but cheese that I make. Yeah. Um but a lot of it is just very very simple pasta mm -hmm. that I grew up eating. Some of it is um not that. Some of it is stuff that I experienced while I lived in Rome. So my mm -hmm. family comes from the south of Italy, so okay. everything I grew up eating is more like um from Napoli or Calabria, yeah. mm -hmm. that style of cooking. And Roman cuisine is like slightly different. So carbonara, cacio pepe, mm -hmm. those types of things are definitely mm, inspired cacio from- Cacio pepe. Sorry, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> Go there. Go oh, there. there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's basically a mix of that. But everything is really like Roman South. Yeah. Of of the, as far as the cuisine gets very different when you go North. Oh, completely. So, I mean, what would you say? I mean, do you have a favorite dish? I know that's hard because they're probably also <laughs> special to you. Yeah. It depends on what mood I'm in. Okay. Well, um, rattle off a couple so we can get intrigued. Yeah. Um, I mean, I eat the, the Caesar salad every day. Mm -hmm. Um, that's just me trying to like make sure I get my kale in, Your greens, and, yeah. you know, but I do literally eat pasta every single day. I eat pasta. It's, it's, it's almost well, embarrassing, but well, it, no, because it's, <laughs> I mean, look when it's done and it's fresh and it's, I mean, you're making it, you yeah. know what goes into it. Yeah. Everything is organic. It's super clean ingredients. We don't use any like packaged stuff. So yeah. it's like, I know that it's a pretty carb heavy diet, but it's all very or clean and healthy so and then how do you go about sourcing maybe ingredients are you very mindful as far as trying to keep it more local or, or how, how, what's as your far as produce mm -hmm. I do try to keep it local mm -hmm. um with you know local organic farmers local like generally speaking mm -hmm. within California like yeah. obviously you have to go a little bit past some boundaries of sometimes <laughs> for certain things but also a lot of the other things are imported from Italy so with certain uh, flowers and the San Marzano tomatoes and the olive oils and stuff like that. That's all Italian. So, you know, as, as a concierge and, and being somebody, I've been vegetarian for most of my life and there are many wonderful plant-based restaurants here in West Hollywood. So first of all, do you feel like being here, you have like a receptive crowd? Do you, do you find that there are people that are even like new to that sort of lifestyle that come into the restaurant? What, what are you kind of like seeing? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really cool that there's quite a few vegan plant-based restaurants yeah. in West Hollywood. It's almost like a little collection yeah. of us. And I like that. I mean, I know- And they're all different style cuisines They're all different. Too. And, you know, I, I know some restaurant owners might say, oh, it's competition, it's not good for business. But the thing no. is, for me, I want every restaurant to be vegan. So <laughs> I, to me, it's not about competition. It's about right. not eating animals, yeah. which means I want as many of us to be doing that as possible. And I think there's, there's space for, for all of us. I mm -hmm. really do think that. But we're all so different from one another that Completely. I, I think that it's it's wonderful. Um, but being in West Hollywood, which is really cool, is that like all the vegan community comes to you mm -hmm. within reason, mm -hmm. you know, as long as it's not crazy far, but even sometimes still. Yeah. But what's cool is that a lot of people who just live in West Hollywood are coming and they always say, 
I'm not vegan. It's like an apology. Yeah. It's like, that's even better. Uh, yeah. Because the idea is I want non-vegans yeah. to come into the restaurant and, and not be freaked out by the fact that it's vegan and totally. to just enjoy a really good dish of pasta and not have like, a lot of people have this idea of what vegan food is, mm -hmm. you know, that you're going to be eating like chickpeas and sprouts <laughs> or some hippy dippy dish, but it's like really good pasta yeah. can be vegan and you never have to use the word vegan. No. Just move it over. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's like a secondary so thought. People feel like they have to be in the club before they come in. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like this apology, like, really well, I'm not vegan. And I'm like, That's great. Mm. That's really great. That's even better. And then I laugh sometimes. It's like, well, what is the pasta made out of? And I'm like, it's pasta. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I don't know if they expect it to be zucchini noodles or some mm. weird or, thing. Yeah, or, or they're thinking that because isn't, some pasta has egg in it, right? Some pasta has so, egg in yeah, it. But so that's probably what they're yeah. thinking. Or, yeah. yeah, I guess, who knows? If they get that far. You know, that's a really... Your attitude about it is really cool. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time trying to tell people about why West Hollywood is a special place mm -hmm. and why if they come to Los Angeles, they need to stay here. And um, everyone that we've talked to, both on this podcast and people that I interview, talk about West Hollywood being a place where it's very accepting. Like, you be you, I'll be me, we're, we're all going to get along, it's all really good. And I love your attitude about that, that people might be nervous about going to a vegan restaurant because they're not vegan. Right. But you're like, bring it on, let's just, you know, we're all together and just see how this goes. I mean, yeah, I think exactly. that's really uh, kind of an analogous thing for what the whole city is like. Yeah. And I think it's very welcome, welcoming. It's be whatever you want, whenever you want kind of thing. So totally. Cool. And I think it makes it really special because what ends up happening is the non-vegan uh, guests who are eating, are, are they are apprehensive or they have an idea in their head. And then they eat and all of it just disappears. It's like mm -hmm. they forget where they even are. It becomes a non-issue. They're enjoying their meal. Mm -hmm. They're drinking their wine. They're talking to the person next to them. And it's just this experience that is exactly what I want you to have regardless of what you do on any other day. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I just want you to enjoy a good Italian, just a real dish of pasta and, you know, a solid glass of wine and not think about the rest of it. Let me worry about the rest yeah, of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, so, and I think one thing that's really cool that we accomplished in, in up here in this, in West Hollywood location is that we have this big, beautiful bar and um, there's something about that bar that is so, um, I don't know, it really, it somehow the energy inside the restaurant or whatever it is encourages the, the people specifically who are sitting at the bar. I see people, they're all talking to each other. Mm -hmm. They're sharing food with each other. Oh total strangers. I love that. And exchanging numbers and things that like you just don't really see oh, that that often. And I don't cool. mean like because they're like interested in each other, no, just no. because they're just being friendly. Like, yeah. like just the other day, there was like a young woman and like an old an older man who was like waiting for his husband, and she got a calzone. She didn't realize how big it was, so she gave half of it to him while he was waiting. And it was like this really beautiful exchange of people who seemingly have nothing in common, but then the next thing you know, they're like having this really great time together and it's at my bar eating my mm -hmm. food. And it's like, I don't know. It makes, it makes me feel like, um, 
I've accomplished exactly what I was hoping, yeah. but wasn't sure was possible. You know, I mean, you've created this sense. Um, I mean, you've created a little community, and it's and it's um, you know finding this home in West Hollywood where people can come in, and and again they feel comfortable enough that they're next. You know, they're literally sharing food with yeah. somebody they didn't know ten minutes before, which it's is really cool. That's it's so very cool. Well, this has been such a great conversation. It's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming thank in. Thank you oh. so Telling much. Telling us your story. And, and yeah. I will be in really many times. <laughs> <laughs>